Before we start the next mix-up question, I have just a fun question to ask Dr. Aronowitz. Did you believe in Santa Claus as a child? And if so, how old were you when you found out he wasn't real? Uh, of course I believed in Santa Claus, Tiffany. <laughs> and I think that uh, my older brother probably spilled the beans that there was not a real Santa Claus when I was probably in about second or third grade, and it was a bit of a shock to me. Oh. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I definitely believed in Santa Claus, and uh, San <laughs> Christmas changed for me after I knew that there wasn't Santa Oh, Claus. did you do the whole milk and cookies thing? And We did the milk and cookies thing, we had a fireplace, and all the rest, so... Oh. So it's your brother's fault, then. That's exactly <laughs> true. You can always blame your siblings for the things that go wrong in your life. Yes, yes, absolutely. So for this next item, item 45 from the cardiovascular section, the vignette reads as follows. A 30-year-old woman is evaluated in the emergency department for shortness of breath, palpitations, and pedal edema. She is Gravita 1, Para 0, and is 30 weeks pregnant. She has not received prenatal care until this point. On physical examination, the patient is sitting upright to breathe. Blood pressure is 112 over 80 millimeters of mercury, and pulse is 96 beats per minute. There is jugular venous distension to her jawline while sitting upright. Cardiac auscultation demonstrates an irregularly irregular rhythm, a loud P2, and an opening snap followed by a low-pitch diastolic murmur, heard best at the cardiac apex. Bibasilar crackles are present. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? A. Acute aortic regurgitation. B. Atrial septal defect. C. Mitral stenosis. Or D. Tricuspid regurgitation. So, Dr. Ronowitz, please take us through this answer. The answer in this one is C. Mitral stenosis. Um, and this is an absolutely classic board style, USMLE style question that I can almost guarantee that every student and every resident post-graduation is going to get on their board exams. And uh, the reason that this is mitral stenosis is that the patient's clinical history is absolutely classic for presentation with symptomatic mitral stenosis. She's pregnant, uh, she's got a hypervolemic state because of the pregnancy, and um, she comes in with a cardiac auscultation revealing typical findings of mitral stenosis. And these include an accentuation of P2, because that's evidence of elevated pulmonary arterial pressures. She's got an opening snap, um, which is a high-pitched sound that's apical uh, when you're auscultating. It'll be at the cardiac apex. And you can hear it best with the diaphragm of the stethoscope. And then finally, she's got the uh, most quintessential finding, uh, which is a low-pitched, rumbling, diastolic murmur, also heard best at the cardiac apex. So if you keep all of those things in mind, you will not get this question wrong on the boards. Um, mitral stenosis is usually caused by rheumatic valvular disease. And in the United States, the clinical presentation tends to be 20 to 30 years after the initial episode of rheumatic fever. And for whatever reason, most cases occur in women. Um, and the classic board scenario is this one, where the patient is pregnant and presents with atrial fibrillation. And that's because of the stretch, chronic stretching of the, uh, the atrium due to the mitral stenosis and volume overload of that atrium. 
Um, and so in this situation, you have additional hemodynamic stress, um, which is the increased volume load of pregnancy. Um, this hemodynamic stress may, as I said, precipitate an arrhythmia, such as atrial fibrillation. And then the patient will come in with heart failure symptoms, and occasionally they'll come in with hemoptysis. So if you hear hemoptysis and a low-pitched, rumbling diastolic murmur, think mitral stenosis until proved otherwise, particularly on these types of test questions. So let's quickly just go over some of the wrong answers. Why is it not A, acute aortic regurgitation? Well, the description of the murmur does not fit at all with uh, aortic regurgitation. Uh, aortic re re regurgitant aortic murmur is best heard usually at the right upper sternal uh, border or sometimes the left upper sternal border, and it's usually a, a diastolic decrescendo murmur. That is not what this patient has. It is worth noting that is in, in situations of acute aortic regurgitation, sometimes they don't have that classic diastolic murmur because it's an acute development of uh, aortic insufficiency. Um, so that doesn't really fit, and the history doesn't really fit as well. If she'd come in with tearing substernal chest pain radiating to the back, you'd think about aortic dissection, and then you might be considering acute aortic regurgitation because of dissection through the aortic valve. And how about B, atrial septal defect? Well, uh, this is this is one we don't see very often. Um, uh, the characteristic physical exam in atrial septal defect is fixed splitting of the S2. You also get a pulmonic mid-systolic murmur at the base of the heart and a tricuspid diastolic flow murmur may be heard at the lower left sternal border. And so this really doesn't fit with this question, clinical history or exam. And lastly, D, tricuspid regurgitation. Uh, one of my favorite murmurs to find <laughs> on patients on the wards uh, with the residents and medical students. This is a systolic murmur that's best heard at the lower left sternal border, not at the cardiac apex as in this case. Uh, and uh, the murmur in this patient was a diastolic low-pitched rumble. Tricuspid regurge is a systolic murmur, left lower sternal border, uh, and it usually occurs in the setting of pulmonary hypertension, right ventricular chamber enlargement with annular dilatation, or in right-sided endocarditis. And those are the situations you'll see it on these uh, board-type exams. Okay, great. So just to kind of summarize the key point of this um, question, typical findings of mitral stenosis include an opening snap and a low-pitch rumbling diastolic murmur.